I have with me this morning some folks from the Bethany Lutheran Music Department. I have Ben Fogstad, who is the Music Department Chair at Bethany, and I also have Ann Fredrickson, a professor there as well, and who is a conductor, and they are both being the presenters with the Christmas at Bethany program. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to be here. It's great to have you both in here, and it's that time of year when I think people in the music industry business at colleges and schools get very very busy and you've got something big coming up in fact it's coming up tomorrow and throughout the weekend so i don't know who wants to start and talk about what is christmas at bethany christmas at bethany is an instrumental and choral celebration of the season it features concert band concert choir mary martha singers handbill choir and our chamber orchestra it opens tomorrow um, at 5 o'clock, and then we also do the same thing Friday at 5 o'clock and Saturday at 5 o'clock. Okay. And then we kind of have a Sunday matinee at 3. So it's about a 90-minute concert of all those ensembles and a wide array of music. And for those who aren't familiar with Bethany Lutheran College, where is this concert going to be held? It's held in Trinity Chapel on the college's campus, kind of towards the center of campus, and and it's a wonderful event. Good parking, so they won't have trouble. Because I know if you say parking here at Minnesota State, everybody can go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how yeah. are how are things there? Is it yeah, the parking's decent? excellent. There's uh, okay. <laughs> several lots nearby, and just you see an open spot. And so far, it's not a handicapped spot unless you got the sticker. Then you're set to go. So, okay. Yeah. Very good. And now, Anne uh, Fredrickson, I understand you direct the Mary Martha Singers. I have no idea what that is. It's our women's chorus. Um, oh, okay. We have two choruses, the concert choir and the Mary Martha Singers. Both are drawn by audition. Um, every year in the fall, we audition. And uh, yeah, I guess that's what it is. It's it's a group of young women who want to make music together. And uh, I will argue the power of the woman's voice is really amazing. Okay. Well, I can't disagree with you there. But how do you decide what the pieces you're going to do, you know, what you're going to sing, what you're going to play? I mean, is it different every year or similar things? Are these common hymns or choral pieces for Christmas? Great question. Uh, We have some classics. So every year we like to open with O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And we like to close the concert with O Rejoice, Ye Christians, Loudly. So we have those two every year and people love hearing those every single year the rest of it that will change yeah the rest of it is chosen pretty much by the individual directors uh we do talk to each other because we don't want to all do what child is this okay or whatever the given <laughs> song is right? right so we do we do chat as we're planning the program but it's really up to the individual director to choose the pieces for their ensemble um and somehow it all seems to work together every year. Uh, The Christmas carols that are sung by the congregation are, um, those will vary from year to year, but there's some chestnuts that appear in every concert. I see Joy to the World. I see, let's see, other ones that look familiar. Hark the Herald. Hark the Herald. Oh, come all ye faithful, go tell it on the mountain. So (laughs) there's some familiar, so I mean, the the congregation or the folks listening, they can sing along as well. Absolutely, and it gives them a chance uh, periodically to stand up and stretch their legs a little bit as well. (laughs) So they'll stand to sing. I had to chuckle. I used to be in the River Falls, University of Wisconsin River Falls Concert Choir many moons ago, and I see Patapan. That is one that we did. I love that song (laughs) in a a choral group setting. It's awesome. Now, you said instrumental, too, so there's a band? Yes, yep. So I conduct the concert band and the chamber orchestra, and we'll open the concert with the concert band, and we're doing a selection called Celtic Carol, and that's based on what child is this. 
and then we're performing a selection that I've arranged. It's called Night. It features three selections, um, Silent Night, Oh Holy Night, and then Abide With Me, Fast Falls, the Eventide. Okay. So it's uh, earlier in the semester, we sight-read a lot of selections, and the band said, we want to play this, and I wanted to make sure that they wanted to, you know, pick the selections that then they'd rally to and practice and prepare well, and and it's an honor for them to select one that I've arranged. What sort of music program is that, Bethany? You know, I know it's here. We've got, you know, music industry here at Minnesota State University. Are you more performance-based or or business-based? Or what do, when students come, what are they hoping to do? We have a number of what we would call emphases that a student can do. We have a music major um, and minor. Um, we have an arts administration major and minor, and uh, a lot of times those will go nicely hand in hand. Um, but we do offer emphases in uh, performance in almost any instrument you can come up with, conducting, composition, church music. Am I missing one, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, so students can sort of di- self-direct their study by the classes they take and their particular instrument. So Now, yeah. you mentioned church music. I think... Folks who play organ are a dying breed. My sister played organ for a church for 15 years before she passed away. But, I mean, that was like a huge thing for a church to have an organist. And now you can't find them. You can find people who play keyboards. And I was talking to uh, the folks at uh, the the music folks that used to do the the, um, pipe organs and things. He says they really don't do that anymore because there's just not... The, the desire, the need anymore. How how do you look at that? Are you just training people more to do more of the keyboard things, or? Well, yeah, it's it's quite this gem that we have at Bethany. We've got this Dobson organ. Right. Yeah. Dobson organ makers are known around the world, and ours is Opus Ten. Yeah, that sounds right. One. Yeah. And uh, we actually we have this incredible organ studio. There's 16 or 17 students right now taking organ lessons. Do they want to do for mainly church? Because I was thinking, isn't that the main thing that organs are used for nowadays? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a very direct application. Is this outside of your wheelhouse? I mean, we're talking, they're probably not part of the concert, or are they? Uh, They're not directly part of this concert, although most of them also participate in one of the ensembles. But they play for chapel three times a week, something like that. So they're getting, um, you know, practical experience. And the organ studio has grown in my time there from just, you know, four or five people studying to 16 to 20 wow. a semester studying. So there's there's almost a renaissance in learning how to play the organ. And I do think that we're finding um, churches are looking for that. And so our kids are finding places to go and play. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. When, when I grew up, we had a Hammond Wurlitzer B3 organ with the full pedal and the, the big, you know, speaker on the side that we had... I don't know, we had got it from a church or something and learned to play on that. And so that's what my sister learned to play on. But it just seems like there's just not much. So I was wondering, you must be one of the few that does that anymore. I think we are. It's a little bit of a niche that we have found. Now, I I don't know that for sure. Okay. I think, you know, there are probably a few of our liberal arts competitors that also do that. Um, But our organ studio is thriving and growing. Okay. So if somebody's looking for that niche... There's where to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we had a you had a concert from last year that you had on a, a, a video that we can play. So I was going to play something off there so people can get maybe a small taste of what they might hear starting tomorrow throughout the weekend. So tell me, can you introduce what we may be hearing right now? Sure, you're going to be hearing an excerpt from um, "A Little Town of Bethlehem" by which is arranged by Dan Forrest, and this is. Um, 
it draws together most of the forces um, of all the mix- all the choirs come together in this and the chamber orchestra, um, which is supplemented by some of the wind players from the band as well. So um, this is sort of toward the end of the concert um, and just sort of an opportunity to draw in as many of the kids as we can into one big piece. Okay, well, I'm going to hopefully play this and it's going to sound good on the over the radio here.
So there's a little sample of what folks will hear. That's the full choruses, the orchestra, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And, and just before that, we have our um, chamber orchestra performs a standalone selection. And this is towards the end of the concert. And this year, we are performing Vivaldi's Winter. Oh, And we're nice. featuring Madeline Gutsky, who is um, just a week away from graduating. And she is our, our violinist for that selection. And it's it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be phenomenal. Well, it sounds like a really wonderful, beautiful concert. And so let's top uh, summarize again when it is, where it is, so folks can, if they're interested in coming. This is Christmas at Bethany, the Trinity Chapel. Yeah, November 30th, December 1 and 2 at 5 p.m., and December 3rd at 3 p.m. And the Trinity Chapel is right on the campus there. You can't miss it. It's a great big beautiful spire. Oh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> Easy to find. Anything else you'd like folks to know about the, the Christmas at Bethany and why they should come? Well, we have uh, such an incredible response to these sets of concerts that we currently have all the seats claimed and a what? wait list has started. Wait a minute. So so we're doing this and people can't even get there? <laughs> oh, no. They could still come. <laughs> they oh, can okay. still okay. come. So what I would recommend is is calling our fine arts coordinator office at 507-344-7365. Also, we will be having a video release of the concert this Sunday at 3 o'clock. So at the very moment the concert's being performed, we're going to have a a video release of the recording from Thursday's concert. Okay. So you can, um, there'll be posts on Facebook, and you could go to blc.edu. You'd be able to find it there, too. Um, And we've attached the program. So it's, of course, it's all about being there in that space. But second best to that is the the high-quality recording that we'll have available Sunday. Is this the highlight of the year for both of you as conductors? Absolutely. Yes. It's incredible. I mean, when do you start working on stuff for this time of year? September. Oh, (laughs) I thought (laughs) we were going to say like January. (laughs) Well, yes. I mean, we start choosing pieces early. But for me, this really is the kickoff of the Advent Christmas season. It's a wonderful, beautiful way to focus in on what it's really all about and to take a breather from the hustle and bustle. Um, so it's, it is a, an event I've looked forward to for years, and I've been doing it for years. Does it cost anything? Do you have to order tickets ahead of time? What's the procedure? Uh, we just have free will donation. Okay. So people can reserve tickets, and then when they get there, then there's, there's ways to give. There's a QR code or there's baskets at the door. Can uh, you just show up, or, or is it best to get a reservation? You want to call in advance and uh, at this time, you know, place your name on the wait list. Uh, but, you know, with you, can, when it's a free will donation, then you sometimes will have cancellations or people okay. that traveling from a distance and the weather might not be good enough to travel. So we often find ways to get people in. The weather looks fine, just FYI. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've noticed it's, that too. It's <laughs> the next, it's the next uh, few days, so Thursday, Friday. Saturday and Sunday, right? Yeah, Yeah, the weather's looking good, but we do try to get as many people in as we can. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank both of you. We've been chatting with Ben Fogstad, who is the music department chair at Bethany Lutheran College, as well as Professor Ann Fredrickson, who is one of the conductors at the university there. Thank you both for coming in. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. Yep.